Hey, good morning, Discers. How are you? Are you are you doing good? Today is May twenty fifth, two thousand nineteen, and I am at Harmon Park in Prairie Village, Kansas. Um, if you would have put a gun to my head and said you've already done a podcast at Harmon Park, I would have said, "Yeah, that's probably true," and I still feel like that is true. But whenever I went back and looked at all my podcasts, for some reason, I don't show that I ever have had done a podcast here. So I think that I've entered into some sort of parallel universe where this didn't happen. And so I'm going to treat you, podcast listeners, to another installment of uh, playing disc at Harmon Park. Harmon Park is a... It was a nine-hole course, and then it was a seven-hole course, and now it's kind of a hybrid seven or eight. I'm going to probably play it as a seven-hole course. Um, They put a fire station here, and the fire station has pretty much eliminated hole number six, um, because right where the tee pad was, was right where now a fire truck is sitting. Um, maybe multiple fire trucks. So hole number six no longer exists. Hole number seven, the tee pad is looking out over the um, uh, fire station. And so you could technically play it, um, but then you're running the risk of throwing your disc on top of the roof of the fire station house. Anyway, I've just walked up to hole number one. It's kind of muddy today. Um, We have had a lot of rain lately. Uh, We had a really bad storm. It looked like some of the street lights were out in Overland Park. Um, But this morning, I'm playing this morning because this will be a very small window where I can play a little bit of disc golf before the rains start up again this afternoon. I think it's supposed to start around one. So hole number one is a par three. It's 185 feet. Uh, there is a tree that protects the hole um, from getting having an ace run. Uh, you still have a chance if you could kind of just Anheuser hook it into the hole. Um, or you have a look, if you could throw it flat enough, you could throw it straight at the hole. I like to have a slight hyzer on it. Um, typically, I usually get a birdie on this. Uh, I usually try to throw a, a mid-range on this. Um, kind of depends on if I'm warmed up or not. If I've already played around and are playing my second time through, I might throw a putter on this. Just kind of depends on the wind conditions. The wind's fairly calm this morning. Um, so at any rate, I will let you know how I do. Hopefully I will have my first ace. I'm going to try and see if I, I think my course record on this course is two or three under. Um, there's a couple holes that uh, you could get a bogey on and are a little bit chancy on getting your par and maybe not I don't have the ability to get a birdie on them um, but I would say at least five of these holes you probably have a good chance of getting a birdie so at any rate here's hole number one if you're saying to yourself uh, I think I've heard you on play Harmon numerous times with Treesbane you're correct I think we've done three or four different podcasts. I'm not sure how many are out there on the Slap and Disc KC podcast site. Um, I'm still tripping on, I'm almost positive I've done one without him. So um, 
it could just be that I misnamed it or something like that. I'll have to go back through all my files and try and figure out if I'm going crazy or what. Maybe, I don't know. At any rate, um, yeah, I did get a birdie on hole number one, so woohoo! Not quite the thrill it used to be, but that's all right. I'm up to hole number two. Hole number two is one that it's a little bit longer of a hole. It's 275 feet. Um, there's multiple trees you kind of have to play under and around in order to get a birdie on it. I have birdied this hole a few times. You just kind of have to have a really good throw. I had my most luck whenever I had my destroyer. Um, it was the pink destroyer. Uh, but it hit too many trees and started not flying correctly. I never picked another one up. So today I'm going to try my TL3. Um, I have to play underneath some sort of hedge tree and then around several trees that are probably about 200 feet out. So uh, the, the key is you just really don't want to hit any of these trees early on because then you can end up getting a bogey. So um, you do, if you're a left-handed player or if you use the forehand throw, you might have a little bit more of an open window. Not a ton, um, but if, yeah, if you played to the left... You have a little bit better angle, I think, at hole number two. But I'm going to stay with the backhand today um, because I have birdied this with the backhand. So um, here's hole number two. Uh, yeah, I did, I did say I already birdied number one. So I need to get the U-disc gap up. And I actually almost aced it. Uh, almost being I missed it probably by, oh, I don't know. I, it landed basically underneath the basket. So... I would have had to have thrown it just a little bit harder, a little bit further, um, but could have been a thrill. At any rate, hole number two, here we go. All right, so heads up, I parred number two. Uh, so that, I my average I think is like 3.4 or something. So I'm bringing my average down a little bit on that hole. This is a course that I've played more times than any other course in Kansas City, mostly because it's the closest one to my house, and uh, it's a short course, so I usually play it two or three times when I'm up here. I'm up to hole number three. Hole number three is uh, the hardest hole for me. It's an uphill shot. Um, there is a hedge tree, um, an Osage orange, if you will, probably about 70, 65 feet from the tee pad just off to the left. So you have to kind of play under the branches. There's no way to play over top of it because you have a maple tree right by the tee pad. The hole itself is 320 feet. It is straight away, but there are trees, uh, a grove of maples, I think it is, uh, straight away. So you kind of have to play off to the left. Uh, I've seen a lot of guys throw the forehand underneath the tree and then have it bring it back towards the hole. Um, I think ideally, if you had a really good rocket arm, um, you, that would be the play, probably. Um, unfortunately, my forehand shot is awful. Um, hole number three also shares the same uh, space as hole number four. So hole no you're playing up the hill for hole number three, and then you're playing back down it. So you got to watch out for disc golfers coming back at you uh, and make sure you don't hit them. I usually, I think I'm going to play with my T-Devil off of the drive here. I've never birdied this hole. Um, I probably am about 50% on pars versus bogeys. Uh, I would say, I would like to say on hole number two, I was lucky to um, 
get par because I did hit a tree off the drive. It was going to be a glorious drive, but my disc just drifted up and hit one of the lowest branches, and so I had to um, scramble a little bit to get my par. It looks like they might be pouring a new tee pad or there, there's some sort of construction going on by hole number two. I can't quite tell what it is. I'm a little worried that they're going to take out my little disc golf course here and put something else in. Um, it has the rough shape of a tee pad, but it doesn't really make sense to have it there because then you'd have to move hole number two because you wouldn't want to throw over the tee pad to get to it. So I'm a little confused. Um, there's a little orange uh, marker uh, to try and tell people what the elevation is. So I'm a little curious to see how that goes. I'll have to go do an inspection of the tee pad that they still haven't poured down by where hole number five used to be. Um, and we'll see how that goes. But we'll just have to see. I'll let you know. Uh, still on hole number three, getting ready to drive. Um, I'll let you know how I do. All right, so hole number three. I did not improve on my average. I bogeyed it. Uh, had a fairly decent drive. The, I think the, the wind knocked it down. The grass is not tall, but it's uh, not allowing very much of a skip. So I left it too far to the right. And my second shot, I just hit a branch or something and it came up a little bit short. I think I had the wind kind of in my face. I don't, I'm not quite sure exactly what happened. I thought I was gonna go further. Um, so then I had probably, oh, 20, I don't know what it was, 27 feet, something like that, 30 feet putt, which is makeable. And I hit the basket, but I, I had to throw underneath the uh, branches of a tree and that screwed me up. So I'm up to hole number four, playing even par in the first three holes. Um, hole number four is one I have birdie before. Uh, you could have a potential ace run at it. Um, I like to play... A mid-range on this one it's 230 feet it's just slightly off to the right uh, there's some maple trees on your right so it'd be nice to have like a slight s curve if you will um, so i like to put a little bit of an anheuser you have the prairie village ymca on your right so you don't want to get into that it's got a lot of people there but a lot of people are excited to get some exercise in today i guess before it starts to rain i'm not quite sure i haven't seen the parking lot this full in a long time um, maybe people were planning to go to the lake and they just didn't end up going to the lake. So at any rate, hole number four, see if I can't get back under par. All right. So I did not birdie, even though I had a decent chance at a birdie. Um, it was a little bit of a lengthy putt. Um, I don't know if I just got in my own headspace or what, but I missed it. So I got my par. So I'm still playing even after four. I'm up to hole number five and hole number five is, uh, is interesting. It used to be one of the hardest holes on the course, um, but because of the construction of the fire station, the where the hole is is now some sort of tee pad, but that's not poured or whatever. Um, so they've. It used to be uh, the seven-hole course. You used to play to hole seven off the tee pad. Now they've interject, interjected, hole number five, basically about, uh, I'd say 30 yards shorter than it used to be. So the moral decision is whether or not you go after the one that's actually labeled hole number five, or if you go after hole number seven. The reason that's a moral decision is because all my statistics are based on going after hole number seven. Hole number five being so much shorter, uh, there's definitely a higher chance of getting a birdie 
Um, and that's the one I'm going to go after today, just because I need to start throwing at that hole. I would imagine that Prairie Village is not done with this course as far as changes, so um, I don't know what I can do with the statistics right now. Um, they're pretty irrelevant. Um, so anyway, I'm going to throw hole number five. I think I'm going to go ahead and throw the buzz off of the tee pad. Um, I did have a pretty good drive on the last hole, um, and I just muffed the, uh, the putt. So here we go, hole number five. There is a lot of trees on your right. I've probably described this several times in other podcasts with Treesbane. Um, it's a very low window, so you kind of have to throw it hard and low uh, with a slight Anheuser uh, where the pin is right now. So there you go. All right, so I was fortunate enough to birdie hole number five. So after I let the skimmer leak on hole number four, I finally found birdie land again. So that's good. Uh, I got a little bit of news. There used to be a form uh, for a tee pad set up um, just to the east, I think, of hole number five. Um, down the hill, basically, where hole number five used to sit. And <coughs> it appears that they have taken that form down. Now, I don't know if the for, uh, cutout, as it were, uh, by hole number two is supposed to be where a new tee pad's supposed to go in. So I can't quite figure out what's going through uh, the designer's head or if they're just scratching their heads themselves and can't quite figure out what to do. It's, it's kind of interesting. Um, I am up to what I'm going to call the sixth hole, even though it's the eighth hole of the old nine-hole course. Um, this is a pretty fun hole because you you have a good window where you could potentially hook it around. I'm not sure what kind of tree that is, if that's an elm or what it is, but it basically kind of protects the hole. It's just a little bit to the south of the hole, um, probably by about 15 feet. There are some small, uh, probably red buds, I would say, that are further south um, and protect the hole there. So the best thing for a, a right-handed thrower, backhanded thrower is to uh, hyzer it around the elm tree, but you got to keep it low. You can't get it too high or else you hit the branches. And there are um, some other trees around that kind of keep you from getting it. But there is, if you throw it just right, um, a good chance at getting birdie. It is 250 feet away. Um, I have typically been playing my T-Devil off of this one, so I'm going to go ahead and try that again, even though in my heart of hearts uh, it hasn't been hyzering at the tail end of its uh, throw quite as much as it used to. But I'm going to stay true to my T-Devil and see if I can't get it to give me another birdie. So here we go, hole number six, which used to be hole number eight here at Harmon park disc golf course all right so uh i stayed true to my tea devil uh just like i used to with my school and i was able to get a birdie out of hole number six so i'm up to hole number seven which used to be hole number nine um and I've, i think i once said that this is probably the most aciest hole 
uh, in all of Kansas City. It's definitely the most aceous hole in Prairie Village because this is the only disc golf course in Prairie Village. It is 165 feet. There is nothing to prevent you between you and the hole. It is straight away. It's just ready there to envelop your disc in its loving chain arms and hug it for all it's worth. Um, I have hit this once uh, on the second time that I threw a, a one so it doesn't really count as an ace but it is what it is a little bit of news about the course they have officially taken out the tee pad for hole number seven which was going to go over the corner of the fire station's parking lot so prairie village has emphatically said thou shalt not toss hole number seven um, so it begs the question what in the F is hole number seven doing there? It's just kind of a weird hole. It's not quite sure what it's doing. It's just like an alternative position for throwing off the fifth tee pad. So um, we're a little bit in limbo as far as what hole number seven's supposed to be used for. Um, if you could talk to your congressman, find out what's to be done with hole number seven, I would appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, so hole number nine, if I can ace this, I will set a new personal course record of four under for the seven holes. Um, if I birdie it, I think I'll tie. And if I par, then it's just another damn round where I didn't do anything except get some steps in. But at any rate, I am going to throw my Aviar putter. Um, it is not the one that I actually aced this with once. Uh, that was with uh, Perfect Putter's uh, actual disc, which I think I left in the car. So, um, wish me luck. It's been nice because it hasn't been too windy, so um, a lot of the throws have been fairly true. That and I haven't played a lot of disc golf lately, so um, my body's not too torn up. I didn't have a soccer game last night. That was a key thing for my throwing today because my body's not battered by getting knocked over by a bunch of 40-year-old uh, has-beens. So at any rate, uh, here I go. Wish me luck. Aces. Here we go. All right, so I finished up the seven-hole round. Um, I did get a birdie on hole number seven, uh, which used to be hole number nine. Uh, I was, I, it landed basically underneath the basket, um, so I had a good chance at getting an ace. Um, I didn't get it. Still haven't gotten it. So, um, yeah, I, I think that uh, the second most likely hole is hole number two at Sarco Par Trails Park, uh, which is Lenexa Disc Golf Course. Um, it's an even shorter hole. It's downhill. And I did see on the Facebook, I still use the, um, that one of my old classmates actually aced that hole. So I'm going to go ahead and play... Um, around again see if i can't beat this score i need to get four under to get my personal record uh right now i'm sitting at three under i did get three under last time so if i can just beat myself by one stroke stroke um i'll set that record uh but in order to do that i have to have lots of birdies and i can't mess up on hole number three and get that stupid bogey anyway here i am i'm up to hole number one again uh at Harmon Park. So it feels a little weird. I probably won't give you any more updates on hole by hole, um, but I will give you all of my thoughts as they stream to me in my uh, consciousness. So yeah, wish me luck. Four under, that's the goal.
All right, so I'm about halfway through my second round, and it already looks like I'm not going to break any course records. I'm already at one over. Uh, basically, I've parred holes one, two, and four, and bogeyed hole number three. Uh, just wanted to mention that there's a couple other disc golf course disc golfers out here. Um, I had to explain the conundrum with hole number six. Uh, these guys look pretty good. Um, kind of in soccer attire more than they are in disc golf attire. But, at any rate, uh, I just wanted to share a little bit with them. I should have told them that they should just go listen to the podcast, right? If they want to know so much information about the course. Uh, but I didn't. So, that's okay. Um, maybe they'll listen later. They just finished up hole number two. It looks like they parred it. Um, so, anyway, I'm back up to the conundrum of hole number five. And almost got hit by a pigeon. So, here we go. I'll let you know how the things shake out. Maybe I'll get a couple of aces in here and sorts uh, have a course record. I doubt it. It's not actually the course record. I think the course record right now is like, I think six under. And I could potentially do that if everything went exactly as planned. Um, but nothing goes as planned, right? Anyway, back up to hole number five. All right. So finished up my second round. Played it even par. It's kind of like I don't know. It doesn't make me feel too good. I did get a birdie on hole number six, which is kind of funny because I actually slipped and fell um, on the drive. And it was one of those, like, oh, shit moments. And then, you know, I walked up to see where it landed, and it was perfectly fine. Um, I was able to hook it around the tree again and uh, get a birdie. And then, for whatever reason, hole number seven which is hole number nine whatever um i parted um i had an easy birdie shot uh, i was right up next to a tree and i let the branches get in my head and muffed just a really really easy birdie putt so case sera, sera whatever will be will be and all that good jazz so anyway um i am gonna go back and look and see i feel like in my hearts of hearts I've done a podcast. Maybe it's just because Treesbane and I have done so many podcasts here, played so many rounds that I just didn't ever bother to do one. Um, but I feel like there was one where I was updating um, the progress of how the fire station was going. But uh, I show no evidence in that in the old Anchor app. So either Anchor lost one of my podcasts um, and or I'm going crazy. So anyway... I hope that you are having a pleasant Memorial Day weekend, wherever you are. This is Mr. Paul Jangles. Keep banging those chains. Hit subscribe if you want. Tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, tell your friends about Slapping Disc KC. Shout out to Treesbane. Shout out to Disc Bird. Shout out to Sweet Lady Jangles. Shout out to Disc and Jane. Shout out to Scott Reek. Just throwing your name out there in case you are listening. Um, I really like the way you uh, design disc golf courses um maybe you could get over here to prairie village and uh fix some of these mishaps that the fire stations laid at our door uh, i don't know exactly how you would fit nine holes in here i don't know if you get the room for it anymore but in any case uh i'm done for the day gotta take the kids to music and then it's gonna rain 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 some more so hopefully the basement doesn't flood anymore all right peace out everybody have a good one. Later. Oh, thank you.